Happy New Year. We are here. We are belated, but we here anyway. 2022. 2022. We are wrapping up a show that ended in 2021. Succession. Now, I know y'all been missing us. You know, we missed the last, what, three episodes, two episodes? Two. We just missed uh, six. I don't think we did Ken's Break. No, we missed three. Nah, we did. Yeah, we we're did seven, episode eight, seven. We had three episodes to do, but we're, we're all we going to wrap them out. Seven? Yeah. Oh, it's, shit. It's oh, ugly. yeah. We missed the last three. All right. We were slacking. The holidays hit, man. People was just doing, I think people just, you know, just got caught up. Holidays hit. You shit know, happening. COVID a been, been out here, bro, going 720, bro. Yeah, I'm going to triple double since the winter started. <laughs> no right, assists. So. <laughs> exactly. Just straight numbers, man. But we here, man. We still here, and we are gonna bring you the content that we know y'all been fiending for, man. I can't even tell you how many emails and DMs I get a day about when are we gonna drop the new episode, man. I'm so, telling you, it's ridiculous. We get, we we hear your voices. We're here now. We are here. So, without further ado, we are going to get into a large. Exit survey overview of the last three episodes instead of breaking down one by one because that would just be too much. So, Dante, take us away, brother. Yes. So what we're going to start off with, man, as we wrap up the season, you know, it's another another top notch quality season. But what was your favorite moment? Like if you had to pick one moment to share about this season, you're talking to somebody about it. What is the number one moment for you? Uh, KP, you want to kick us off, man? Yeah, yeah, I will kick us off. But I got another question to follow up after I do that. All right, so favorite moment, man. First of all, I want to say this was just an incredible season. First of all, I forgot to speak to how amazing this season of television was. They about to rake in the Emmys. So many just powerhouse performances. I feel like everybody just kind of, like had an MVP caliber season acting wise. But if I had to pick a favorite moment, I would have to go with either Tom at the end, like discovering Tom's treachery, finally got his nuts, finally dropped his nuts and slimed out Shiv like we had been wanting to the whole time. That was beautiful. Or Kendall's, uh, Stunt at Shiv's first Waystar meeting as president, playing uh, Rate Me in the background. <laughs> that was a hell of a moment. That was a funny moment. That was a funny moment. But my follow-up question is: So, if you had to, if you had to rank the seasons, if you had to rank the seasons, how would let's you rank? Save that. Damn, that's a good one. But let's save that for the end after we like discuss yeah. all of it, because I feel like that that ties in better at the end. But I do like those two moments. I mean, that nigga Kendall spent, what, 10 grand, 15 grand on a prank? Because one of those speakers, like, two Gs each. Some JBL speakers. Link them bitches up. Yeah. Let's go. (laughs) I like that. That was a good moment, man. Uh, Tom, what you got, man? What was your favorite moment? So I definitely thought about making it to town hall. But I think... My favorite moment the, the is probably the end when all the siblings, when all oh, the yeah. uh, siblings are together, and uh, Ken decides to go ahead and tell the truth, like, "Hey, I, I think I killed a guy." Um, <laughs> I don't know. I feel like that was big. I, feel like that was, I don't know. I just feel like that was very big of him to just go ahead and be like, "Look, this is why I'm so messed up right now." Um, kind of gave it up to him. Um, Shiv kind of got to lean into the of a more nurturing aspect of, of her uh, character arc that she doesn't really get to touch on. Um, Roman, even as much as he was joking around, I feel like he kind of added to the fact that he still is does need that like family aspect to it. So I just thought that was a good scene. I I, I yeah, think it was, it was my favorite moment. Or simply, it was good to see like. Like all everybody like being there for Kendall in their own way because like you really don't see that in the show. Like everybody just like constantly shitting on each other, and then like when Kendall 
like really needed them. It's not like they were like, oh, Ken, but like in their own way, like they was like being brothers and sisters and that was dope. Yeah, I mean, the first half of that last episode was all kind of like on that wavelength of like, we're here, we're supporting Ken. Like, yes, we have our differences with business, but like, we don't want you to die type deal and we're like you know and i mean shiv is still pretty shit at nurturing like she just kind of hands it off to to roman at some point like yeah very very uncomfortable with being like you know nurturing or whatever which we saw in her dynamic with tom throughout this whole season and him trying to get emotional support you know with his uh, impending prison sentence that never really materialated, uh, materiated. So I think that is a great moment, but Shiv is just still very, very bad at that shit. I, I couldn't agree more with what you said, Tom. I, that, I probably had this as my favorite moment just because it's the culmination of so much shit, which is like a parallel to like earlier in the season the kids are together, and finally, because I was wondering when this motherfucker was going to admit this or something. I know that, but that was, <laughs> like, yeah. like, you know, you, you know, he's just being, he's got to tell someone. Now he, like, I could have, I can only imagine, like, the kind of emotion and, like, the, the lightness his shoulder probably feels at this moment. Like, all right, my siblings know. Then on top of that, like, yeah, there's still shitty people and, like, still shitty siblings, like you were saying, uh, Tom and KP, like, Roman, even when he was apologizing, he was still being an asshole about it, but he was being like authentic Roman about it. He wasn't trying to like do too much. He was just saying, oh shit, like my brother needs me to be me so he can be him. And in the end, like you said, Shiv gave him that the there, there, Pat. Uh, but hey, that's, that's more than Tom has been touched all, all <laughs> year. So, like, like, you know, it's showing like, that, like, that nigga did not have to send a straight for Tom. Like that. <laughs> hey, nigga did, man, that nigga man. did a drive by on him. But no, this is probably my favorite scene. This and then also. Probably had like, like, you know, this is one that's like number two right here is when Tom was like just kind of talking to Kendall outside of the at the Waffle House saying like, do you know what like these people are doing? They're picking the next president of the United States. And like when I heard that, I was like, damn, like this is like true American power. Like these people, you know, they run this shit. Like yeah. this, is what they, this is what they do. So it's kind of like it's cool to see the scale of what they can do. Yeah. And I think, and and Mike, like y'all were, you you know, you and Tom mentioned the the heartfelt like family coming together moment. But my favorite moment of the scene was what you're talking about when they went to the diner, when Kendall's trying to pitch to Tom, like, hey, you should come join my side, and Tom just completely fucking dunks on that nigga, like posterizes <laughs> that nigga. He's like, nigga, I have seen you get fucked a lot like over and over and over like repeatedly like a, like a two-bit whore God and, <laughs> and i have never seen logan get fucked once and mm-hmm. it just made him seem so small so insignificant but it was also completely true like <laughs> this shit, shit was like nothing he said was was wrong and that was like my favorite moment just to like it kind of epitomized a lot of the shit like that Kendall tried the whole season. Like no matter what he did, he was still getting dunked on left and right. What's wild about that, like you said, like this this show is only what the span of like a year and a half, maybe, like that what we've seen since season one, season two. And we seen yeah. Kendall get shit on a lot in <laughs> a year and a half time. So imagine being around him for like decades at a time. Like this nigga <laughs> fucked up a lot, clearly. You know what uh, I mean? You, 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 the numbers gotta correlate. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, Logan definitely, I think, makes the right decision by not handing the reins to that nigga because, you know, I don't think it would have went well. But um, we'll move into the next segment. So on the other hand of that, everybody talked about their favorite moment. What is your least favorite moment? Least I, favorite? I oh, can go, go ahead. Yeah, we'll go backwards. Because yeah, I'll just get, like, a parallel of what, like, this how the season ended with the te- kids coming together. My least favorite was probably the beginning when they were all together all their own little little motives and they just couldn't come together like this is if, if at that point if they were if they did that if they came together and did what they had planned to do at the last episode then 
they would have been in the clear. Nothing like we wouldn't have the times the Tom uh, slime ball action. Like <laughs> like the, the, they just legit played the same move, but like five episodes later. And like looking back, what we know now is like this. That has to be like you, you just hate to see that. <laughs> you really do hate to see that. Hey, that's why I call it a podcast. Hate to see it. <laughs> exactly. Uh, my least favorite would probably be Kendall being alive Damn. at the end. <laughs> that no, you, I did, just think, you did like hit up the group chat and were like, he was dead. And I was like, no, he's not. That shit would have been dead. so lit, bro. That shit I did predict he was going to die in the season finale, too. But that's why I was like, oh. I really believe that shit with all my heart. And so whenever. Because, like, they open the next episode, like, kind of ambiguous, too. They're like, mm-hmm. yeah, he's reading to uh, Logan's reading to Iverson. And I'm like, this is yeah. a flashback? Like, what is this? <laughs> like, this is, but, yeah, nah, that nigga was alive. But, I mean, like, it was still good. Like, you know, I, 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 I'm, I can't be mad at more Kendall. I can't, you know. But my actual least favorite it's probably, and I hate to say this because Greg is my guy, but the Greg and Comfrey, that thing, that was just weird. It never worked. It, it was just kind of like a, it was something to keep Greg busy throughout like the meat of the season, which whatever, but I didn't love it. I didn't love the, how they interacted. So sorry, Greg. Great man, we don't gotta do Greg like that. <laughs> Greg, I mean Greg, Greg, Greg realized that you know he, his heart lied with the Contessa. He yeah, I mean, like, like, you know, he was playing the field. He was playing. Like, the field I can see. That was, I can see if there was like some chemistry between them, but like just there like, their much. lines are just like horrible. Like it's just like yeah, talk yeah, talk. There wasn't much more. Uh, more was always Greg time. Like the more. Yeah, the, the more that happened, it was like the more you realized that, like, yeah, this isn't gonna like last long term. Facts, and I hated that for for Big G. So, yeah, they're too odd in like different ways, I guess. Facts. Uh, least favorite moment is probably uh, when Greg met with Ewan uh, about finding uh, some uh, legal counsel. I think that'll probably be my my least favorite moment. Granddad didn't have to dunk on him like that. Um, Just going on about, oh, uh, you're out of your depth, find a real job, find a real life, that type thing was just, I just feel like that was a little aggressive. we don't we don't go with Greg like that on this show. Why now? That's kinda, that's just kind of where I'm at with it. But, man, Greg gotta know. learn. Man, fuck you, man. No cap. Yeah, he made him give it get it out the mud and said, "I'm giving all that shit to Greenpeace." I I stand by Greg. Said, "Hey, I'm gonna sue Greenpeace." Yeah, fuck Greenpeace. That is kind of fucked up. Your grandpa really take away your whole inheritance. Like, you, yeah. you hate your brother that much. You hate your brother that much. So Greg, I can't work. Yeah, he can't work at his company. Like, <laughs> nigga was just trying to hedge his bets a little. Yeah, and, that, nigga... and that lawyer was ass. Let's be honest. That yeah. lawyer was ass. Like, nigga, if you was doing something worth a damn, I couldn't work for you. But you not. <laughs> <laughs> like, literally, what? I just yeah, don't understand. You. Like, it took no, it was, he had no skin in the game. Like, why take the money from Greg? You, nothing was going to, nothing was going to happen with this anymore. You're literally yeah, just yeah, stealing his know. money. It, well, it's, not, it's still his money technically, but like, I mean, it's still I feel like his money, but he's gonna croak. Like, why? Like, hard. Why introduce it as a, like a story element, and if it really didn't even come back at all this season, except for fuck Greenpeace. I mean, maybe I mean, it just kind of maybe season four, Greg starts feeling himself too much, and then we find out that he's not getting the money back at all. So. Yeah, I mean, true. I guess it maybe it encourages Greg to, you know, kind of like, you know, do that betrayal with the kids because he's like, shit, nigga, like I, I got to look out for me now because I'm not, I'm not set anymore. Yeah. So like, Greg is more willing to do that deal with the devil since he no longer has the inheritance. Yeah, like, you know, he's like, who needs a soul, right? I'm already suing Greenpeace, so <laughs> fuck it, <laughs> so fuck it. You yeah, know? can I get my own Greg to bully? Like, come on. <laughs> Yeah, that's okay. Yeah, so like it kind of like raises the stakes <laughs> for Greg, kind of like makes him hungry because he ain't got that shit to fall back on now. So now he's finna like turn up. And it's funny because that's the that's the boat that the kid's about to be in now too. 
Facts. Nah, ain't got like, shit that nigga said, go build your own fucking pile. Like, all right. Like, hey, it, it's kind of like you got to get it out the mud, like you know. And, and, and these niggas have not had to get it out the mud; they have been spoon fed everything along so, the way. Hey, them niggas unemployed. <laughs> <laughs> Facts. That nigga, hey, Lucas Matson is definitely firing all yeah, of them. Yeah, is, Greg and Tom, the only ones still still lit out here. Still. Hey, hey, don't forget, Connor's still in the game too. He he oh, wasn't a part brother. of that. Other Connor has no chance. At least the other ones have experience. Oh, hey. Connor's literally a walking meme hey top five moment willa just being like you know what fuck it fuck it <laughs> she literally <laughs> agreed to marry this nigga off of a fuck it hey and then she's getting drunk at the oh. wedding regretting this shit yeah, like her face when she gets in the car she's she like it looked like she's about to throw up <laughs> bro, yeah, bro she was sick hey she was sick yeah that was a that was a bad moment for what a, yeah, what a actually, show that's a, that's a bad moment that's just like for people <laughs> everywhere a, but my my it's least favorite moment. All this thinking starts to get a little unromantic. Oh, yeah. I mean, it, she's doing it just for financial reasons, and hopefully, he dies early. So, <laughs> I mean, that's what she. Mm. Hey, Roman said it. She was like, "Hey, yeah, man, do it. It's yeah, you know, damn, funny. Roman, you probably only got you probably only got ten more years in him." She's like, <laughs> like, that, like Willa took that shit to heart and was like, "Fuck it." But what I thought was like my least favorite moment was when Kendall was like Kendall managed his legal team very bad so like all of the encounters that he's have having with lisa arthur and it's like bro you have the dream team here and you're trying to like micromanage you're trying to fucking just do it your way you're not listening to any of the advice that they're giving like you are fucking handicapping the team that you put around you that actually could could have done something and i think that's probably why a lot of the stuff with the fbi and the investigations kind of stalled out because he fucking is not a credible source to use and he just kind of fucked up that that situation on his own so the the situation specifically after the doj meeting where he's over here trying to act oh, yeah he's trying to act smarter than lisa and he's trying to yeah, do something for theatrics <laughs> or whatever and he's like these fucking and he was like oh how was that and she was like do you think you're fucking smarter than me like maybe you are but i'm a better fucking lawyer so you know right. i was like i'm i'm better at what i do you might be better at whatever the fuck it is that you do but you know <laughs> nice. let let me do my shit and i was like bro kendall you're like and he was just fucking himself over and over. And I was like, that's where you really started to lose traction. And I started to feel like the tide had turned. And I was like, Kendall's not this shit, this investigation. Nothing is, is going to go right. This is not going to end up how he thinks. No. Nope. And he's he's just going to get fucked yet again. That <laughs> he loses a grandeur, man. I mean, that nigga had a Trojan horse and literally let it just go up in smoke. Yeah, that nigga's ass, man. Nigga. <laughs> I'm telling you, we saw we saw him fuck up so many times within like a three episode period. Just imagine constantly being around that. I bet you that shit get annoying. Man. Like, man, get out of here. Like, shut man, up. Remember being young and full of life and thinking that that Kendall had uh, some new wind under his wings. Facts. Episode episode one. <laughs> episode one. So let's let's discuss that. Let's go through character by character. See how they started the season to where like where they were at when they started the season or where they at when they ended it. So we can start with Kendall. Kendall started it on a high. He had just mic dropped at a press conference. You know, we thought he had a lot going oh, that was for him. So long and ago, the momentum was in his favor. Then throughout the season, we see the FBI gets raided. He signs the the best lawyers in town. That that Waystar is trying to go. Like Kendall's got a lot of momentum, and that shit just crashes and burns towards the end of the season. Man. This thing is literally on suicide watch by the end of the season. <laughs> Like, That's so how, how do y'all feel about, you know, kind of Kendall throughout this season and where he ended up? At the end of the day, man, Ken gonna Ken, man. <laughs> Ken is gonna motherfucking Ken, man. He's like the, the Falcons or like the Cowboys. Oh, or, damn, yeah. Or like some, team, like that. some team that always thinks they got to figure it out. I got all the money in the world. This year is our year. And then it never oh, is. It's never a motherfucking year. So... He might get to the Super Bowl. You know, he, we could say season one, he got to the Super Bowl. We could. I mean, he gave his dad the bear hug letter. He got to the Super Bowl and put up a goose egg. Literally, literally <laughs> killed a child. 
So, Damn. so what are we talking about? What are we talking about here? Fuck Ken. I'm done. <laughs> no more faith in Ken. How do y'all feel? I feel about like Ken, this is my cue. I feel like this yeah. is my cue. Defend my man's. All right. So basically, I I think this kind of went exactly how I anticipated this season going, except for the fact that I don't feel like Kendall ended as low as he was, say, episode seven or eight. Like on the birthday episode, I thought that was as bad as it gets. And then somehow in season eight, we end up drowning in a pool. So clearly, uh, it. You thought he was worse at his birthday than drowning exercise. in a pool? <laughs> what? I said you thought he was better at his his he was worse at his birthday than when he was drowning it drowning in the pool. I thought he was about to jump off that ledge at his birthday, like low key. Yeah, I, I, I think saw that on his birthday, I thought we saw him at his low, and I don't think that happened because I think. By the time they went to the wedding, he was thinking, okay, cool. I'm going to go. I'm going to talk to dad. I'm going to get the money that he promised me, and then it's going to be all be over. And then when his dad was like, I'm not giving you that money. I was just talking. Now he's has an actual low. So, yeah, I do think he was worse off episode eight than he was seven at the birthday. But with that being said, I think this episode nine, his trajectory is changing. I think he's probably going to do a lot better whether it's season four is the last season, season five, whatever they decide on. Um, I feel like we're going to get a different version of Kendall going forward. So I feel like as bad as it got for him this season, um, I feel like it, he's ending on a higher note than what I had, what we had previously seen with seasons, um, season one and most of season two. <laughs> I mean, he ended season one killing somebody, so I guess he wasn't <laughs> as bad as that. But he ended season two with a press most, conference. I'm saying, you know, I'm saying most like, of season two he was like down the worst way. Yeah, most of season yeah. two he was down bad, and then he and then he kind of like did a he he threw a hail mary pass at the end of season two, and and the nigga caught it like that shit paid off, and then he fumbled it like in season three. So it's like. I don't know. I don't know. Sent it to I, overtime I and then got, yeah. st- got shut out. Hail Mary sent it to overtime and fumbled it on the, you know, the, you know, right at the goal line or something. Well, shit. I'll let somebody yeah. else go ahead and, and touch on how they feel uh, Kendall ended. Yeah, but that's, that's I, just well, how. Like, I, I guess mine rolls into the fact that I think Shiv is, is down the worst out of everybody. So, which I said earlier in the season, I thought she would be I, okay. down the worst way. And I okay, about so, that, but we can get into that. Yeah, we can move. Let's just move yeah, to we Shiv. Can move. Yeah, it's for Shiv. So why do you think? So she started the season kind of like, hey, she, she, she. You know, the conference had just happened. She's trying to get in in the company. Her dad had promised her like to bring her in, but then she realized like, no, he's not actually going to give it to her. So now she's in in this game of succession. You know, like the other kids, and she finally got swooped in. And then at the end of it, she gets fucked like all the other kids do. So I mean, where do we think you know this roller coaster ride for Shiv was this season? I think, Tom, you think she's worse? I don't. I explain why, man. Well, yeah, I just think she's. I agree with you. I think she's worse. Yeah, I think she's in the worst situation yeah. because like she switched industries and it was almost as if like she was the chosen one. Like she was doing this because she was next, and now she, the whole uh, I guess back end of this whole Waystar. Uh, merger situation she wasn't involved you know what I'm saying like she wasn't an integral piece of what was going on it was Roman and now that they're they're selling like this seems like something that she would have been a part of and it's like you're not a part of it where does she go from here her marriage is completely up in flames you know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, I feel like she's lined out. I mean, yeah, she's way down. You like, I mean, yeah, but, I mean, this is really what happens bad. when you ask for an open relationship on your that's wedding fine, night. But, like, but at that's like, like, it's not. Like at the beginning, that's of this fine. Season, but I'm saying, if this like is Kendall, girl. if this was another character, we're looking at them like, oh, this bad. Like, I feel like we're going very light on shit, or I feel like it's being overlooked how how shitty a situation Shiv's in right now because of the fact that like it literally looked like. This should have been an easy. I mean, you saw the ways you guys were talking about her. I mean, no offense, I like Shiv too, but like talking about her at the beginning of the season, this should seem like yo, this is like Shiv MVP. Like she should like the, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Triple doubles all season long. It's nice. Yeah. She's got nothing right now. You know what I'm saying? So this that's why I think she's in a worse situation. No, yeah, you're, you're right. She, because go ahead, KP. She's down bad 
but like she's down bad for Shiv, not relative to like where other people have been. Because like, like Shiv is just like not used to not getting her way in anything, and now she's exactly almost almost been disowned. So like this is like a whole new world for her. The Tom thing, I think she'll get over that pretty quick. Cause like it's fucking Tom. She's Tom. We don't give a fuck about Tom. Like no matter what, like we say her about her a little bit about Tom finally stepping up. Like she. Oh, that shit stung. You saw that look in her eyes. That shit stung. It stung because she got outmaneuvered, not because no, Tom stabbed her not, in the back. I'm not yeah. saying it like I'm not saying it was a move as in like oh I'm hurt by Tom. I'm saying it hurt in general. Like. Yeah, yeah, I'm her, saying, like, but like, her health bar is here, bro. Like, yeah, but like, <laughs> she's, gonna, like she's gonna bounce back from that Critical because, head. like, like, is she like she gonna slime Tom? Like, she gonna do Tom nasty? She gonna try to at least. Nah, so, I mean that shit. My hey, bro, I'm gonna save it. You for think she's gonna get her get back? I'm a, I'm gonna save it for when we discuss Tom. But I think that shit might have worked out for Tom, bro. I think it did too, but I think like in terms of, it not not just like professionally and like business wise. I thought that that shit might work out relationship wise for oh. Tom. <laughs> like, you know, I'll, I'll explain it later when we get to Tom. But you like, think that, Shiv, you think she's gonna respect him now? That's what I'm saying. Like, you know, like, is, that nigga is no longer just like a, a fucking trophy husband, like a cuck that she can just <laughs> fucking abuse. Because that nigga was shoveling so much shit. Like yeah. now she's like, all right. This this nigga does have some balls. Like, he, he, like the way she talked to him when, uh, as for like their dirty talk, like, come on, that shit was, that shit was, <laughs> that, that shit was, was diabolical, bro. That shit gave me the heebie And she was like, damn, nigga, you gonna just take that shit? Like, I think, <laughs> yeah. I think he earned some, some respect in, in that regard. Yeah, like, so. That's what Ken said, though. That's what Ken said. He's like, join me. Shiv will respect it. Yeah, facts. I mean, Shiv, Shiv will respect you. And I think, and I think that, like, there's some truth to that because Shiv kind of respects, like, the power dynamics or whatever. But I mean, Shiv, Shiv is pretty down bad. She got, you know, outmaneuvered by her own husband. She lost, you know, she was supposed to be next up and lost it. So the the cards are and she got snake by the yeah, heart to heart they had. <laughs> I mean, she also was shitting on her mom in that heart to heart to heart. You know, <laughs> was like she was she was like you fucking like all that kind of shit. And your mom was like, well, you I take that him, not me. That's my favorite moment. Cause that was <laughs> like a that was watching a, a PhD doctorate level course in Shiv, ver- the real Shiv, and then Shiv trying to be like, all right, I can do that too, and it's like, uh, it doesn't even look as cool. It, like her mom, yeah, like her mom is actually her, but older. Like she's, like, nah, you're, she's like, nah, you're 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 the imitation. Like I'm the original. Like I actually, <laughs> I am. Like, a your mom did dunk on her in the bit. Damn, that is true though, man. That bitch, that bitch cold as a motherfucker. Yeah, so I was like, yeah, her mom is cold you as well. And, that, and that's where, and that's where some women are meant to be from. mothers. Ooh. Yeah, Sorry. so it's like that. Yeah, so I mean, her her mom kind of won in that regard. So I mean, Shiv is down bad, but let's let's talk about the the third legitimate Roy. Um, Damn the <laughs> the third legitimate Roy. You know, let's talk about Roman. <laughs> I think Roman, you know, he kind of started the season hot. He was in his dad's graces, and he was like kind of there. And then he like shot up really high. He was yeah, he had was going really good ideas. Man, he was Roman. He, he, he connects the Gojo deal, like, and then and then we got the dick pic, and then that shit all started to, <laughs> to crumble down. So what do we think, Mike? What do we think? Roman about? Roman's arc this season is 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 kind of crazy. Like he's like you can compare him to Icarus, man. He got his. He got his wings. He started to, started to fly. He got too close to the sun and got them just burnt off, man. Like, yeah. What are you doing, man? In a board meeting, you can't just wait like ten minutes. Like he he was doing he was doing so good. He slimed, slimed his family out, getting closer to his dad. Like legitimately, legitimately, like making moves to, to you know to uh, state his case for the company. And then he just does something stupid like that. Like that's just like. That white boy fever gets to you, man. Yeah. <laughs> Niggas start feeling that white boys make some noise shit, man. I'm out here getting, but, I'm out here wheeling and I dealing. Mean, he, yeah, he, 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 he literally got his presidential nominee 
Like that nigga got a fascist as his presidential <laughs> nominee. Like dead. That nigga really felt like. And then he was like, and I did a merger on top of that. Like that nigga, that's where our country's. Bro. That's the hands our country's in right now. Like, <laughs> real life people like that and people running. <laughs> he was talking so crazy at Ken's uh, birthday. That's when I knew. Right. That's when I knew it was all gonna come crashing down very fast. That was peak Roman. That was peak. Like he peak. was like really feeling himself. <laughs> He was. He that was, was OD, man. And then, and then he's like, "Dad, please, oh, like that." <laughs> he's on his knees, bro. Like, I'm yeah, I knew love. this one get up. He said, "Love." love. <laughs> nigga said, "Love." Hey, when Logan said that, I thought he was gonna die right there. Bro, I, thought, <laughs> I, thought, I thought he was gonna go Super Saiyan, bro. He said, "Love." <laughs> I was like, "Oh no!" I legit thought he was gonna have a heart attack, bro. Nah, best, nah, best moment is when Logan's fucking mocking shit. <laughs> <laughs> He ain't even super majority. I- <laughs> nah, that nigga really dropped 81. Yeah. 81. That, oh God. that nigga went and dunked <laughs> on all of them, bro. And I mean, let's let so we talked about how Roman kind of fizzled out, bro. But let's talk about you know the winner, the the, the winner, goat. the nigga, the nigga that never gets fucked, bro. Let's talk, let's talk about Logan Roy, man. Will there man. be one? I'm I'm here at altar call at the church of logan i'm i'm laying it all down man during the during the, the season when we were watching y'all were saying how logan down a peg i was wrong i repent yeah niggas gotta go to confessional bro because we was wrong bro but you also said roman and jerry would fuck so i mean you also said roman and jerry would fuck so everybody has some had some takes that were Question. That was just wishful thinking. <laughs> hey man, I want to Roman. Hey, I'm just wishing good things. Roman's a freak. I know he needs what he needs, man. Yeah. <laughs> but no, nah, Logan. Logan was really challenged for his authority. That man had to give. Like he was down very bad at the start of the season. Nigga had to give up his position as COO, put in Jerry as acting COO. You know, for optics, but still pulling the strings. Nigga, almost he was going crazy at the shareholder meeting like the uti yeah. made that nigga like loony he had passed out the uh the episode before <laughs> that walk. at josh's house on a fucking walk like logan was looking very bad and then that nigga beat the case yes sir that nigga, that nigga beat the case beat the and case. successfully and then successfully <laughs> navigated like a fucking you know a fucking um acquisition to gojo and like he said he just said I'm going to add more to my fucking pile and y'all can get your own fucking pile. And fuck you. Like Logan, like Logan just was like, fuck you. Bro, he really should have got exposed at the shareholder meeting. (laughs) That's so crazy that he didn't. He dodged the bullet because he was supposed to speak. He was literally supposed to speak. They had Frank up there filibustering (laughs) for like five hours waiting Mm -hmm. on like... Like, bro, literally, if anybody saw that nigga Logan like that, the whole thing... Tanks. Tanks. I think that was I think that was a turning point. Like the fact for me, I because I definitely once again I can I'm man enough to admit when I'm wrong, bro. Like I did not know Logan had these kind of powers, bro. This is <laughs> he's different. He's so, when it came to the shareholder <laughs> meeting, and he's literally giving Shiv once again, Shiv literally is she's calling the place. All you have to do is close this deal. All right, cool. Once we get through the shareholder meeting. And he realizes that nobody's really, you know what I'm saying? No one's moved ahead of anybody else. No one's really doing anything. The only person that's kind of moved the needle at all for this company is Jerry. That's when he realized, okay, you know what? Let me go ahead and let me go ahead and tie this bow, tie this up neatly. I don't think he planned on selling the Gojo right then and there, but I think that's when he, at that point, that's when he knew we got to move on. I got to, I can't do nothing with these kids. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, and I think that's that. I mean, that's true. That's kind of like the turning point. He was like, "These, they're just not trustworthy. I can't rely on them. They don't have that instinct that I have. They don't have, you know, the ability to kind of just." In in his eyes, that is what he was thinking. He was like, "Look, I was out, and 
I mean, every time that he was incapacitated in all of the previous seasons, he didn't like any of the decisions that his his kids made in his stead. And I think that's why he wasn't comfortable handing over the reins. Whether or not, you know, I at the time, we thought those were good decisions. But in Logan's eyes, those weren't good decisions. So, Man, I Logan, think it's more so because they call the play and then there's no, like, there's nothing, they don't do anything afterwards. Like, yeah, Shiv got them the, what was it? Shiv got, um, the extra seat for Sandy. Yeah. Or, and for her. Yeah, for her. Yeah, for her. But at the same time, like he you peeped your hand. Like you played your hand and let me know from the go, like, okay, you're doing this move for you because you think you're gonna be the one in the end. You know, and she once you he was giving that up, he was like, all right, cool. Let me go ahead and shut this whole thing down because they don't they don't know what they're doing. No. Yeah. And I think we can so let's let's transition that to talk about the person who, you know, again, a supporting character throughout this, but I think played a pivotal role in managing the ship of Waystar through these treacherous waters. We, you know, we had Jerry come in as acting C- CEO. And I think Jerry did, you know, a damn good job of acting it. She had an FBI investigation going on. She had a shareholder, you know, takeover potentially. And she had an acquisition. And she managed all that in what, like fucking six months? That's a hell of a lot to manage as interim CEO, you know? How do we feel about Jerry from the start of this to the end of this? Hey, man, don't count Jerry down. Because I thought when I saw her in the first episode, I was like, damn, there's a dead body walking. (laughs) she legit was successful stayed in line did what she had to do and made it to like i'm pretty sure none of us thought she she would last this long as ceo i'm pretty sure so hey i'll i'll give one up for jerry no hey way to play the game girl jerry is the jerry is the quintessential nick saban quarterback pre-tua so you know, just a just a person that's gonna get the ball game to the playmaker, game manager, game hand, manager. hand the ball off, manage the game. You know, don't Mac Jones, don't make no bonehead plays. AJ hey, McCarron do forty tuds, man. Yeah, like AJ McCarron type. Yeah, like AJ McCarron, John Parker Wilson. Remember, yeah. John Parker Wilson won a natty, bro, no, and no. handedly <laughs> won a natty. A natty. So Jerry, let's <laughs> Jerry just hike the ball, hand off to Roman. You know, boom, four yards, cloud of dust. <laughs> 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 Just like that, you know? So, yeah, Jerry, man, Jerry, she's tough as nails. She, she, hey, I ain't got nothing bad to say about Jerry. I hope she sticks around at Waystar Gojo. Waystar Gojo, Waystar, man. I think Gojo. But, I mean, I feel like, I feel like that's kind of built her some equity with, with, like, Lucas Matson because he can understand. She's like, hey, she's going to act in, hey, how does this, you know, benefit me? How does this benefit the company? Like Jerry was always concerned with like her fiduciary duty and right. how, how this, you know, kind of puts her in, in the sense. She's like, no, you can't tell the FBI to fuck off. She's like, but <laughs> we can work some backdoor channels, you know, to kind of probably get this thing diminished to only a fine. And, you know, I was like, I think, I think Jerry did a, a strong she, job. Hey, she really, she really ate a sexual harassment case she did i was like that would have been even worse like imagine imagine she just comes out and exposes like oh logan's son sends me dick hey, pics all the time she could have took the top off i think that uh i think lucas has to keep i mean i don't know about frank and carl i don't know how much they offer him long term but i definitely he has to keep here they're they're out yeah they're they, have to, they have to be gone right? <laughs> roman's gone i think roman's gone everybody's gone except jerry i think he keeps jerry because she's proven i didn't think jerry was i don't know i just didn't think jerry was a wheeling dealing kind of shot caller and she proved that she didn't necessarily have to be a shot caller i can get the play from logan but i'm gonna execute it this way i can find uh a certain relationship that i have you know what i'm saying what was the Dude's name not Lester. Um, Lori. 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 Yeah. Lori. Mm. I'm pretty sure that Lori whole that whole thing with Lori was definitely just because of the DOJ investigation. DOJ. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, she was going on dates worked, with Lori. Right. Just uh, that <laughs> yeah. shit worked. She was going on dates with Lori just to, to get the FBI heat off there. That's what I'm saying. So she did it her way, but I didn't. I didn't know she had it in her. So yeah, hey, Lori, yeah. she definitely gets moving, my. Uh, I'll definitely go ahead and give Jerry her her round of applause. This this go around. 
For so, for so. Shout out to Jerry. Yeah, shout out to Jerry, man. So let's let's talk about um let's talk about Mike's favorite character, Connor. Let's talk about the 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 the, the, um, the the illegitimate son of Logan Roy. You know yes. that that is. I mean, like just, he's legitimate. Yeah, he's legitimate, say. but he's like in terms of like the family. Uh, me, like like they even have an intervention on like eldest son, and they yeah. like he's actually the eldest son, and and Kendall's like. But really, and they're all like, "But you know what he means." Like they, yeah, that's they dunk on that nigga all the time. Like, let's let. Well, how do we feel about Connor? Connor is not my favorite character. Again, you just put <laughs> shit, right. putting words in my mouth. All right. All right. Oh, oh brother! But I will, I will say this at the end. He is running for president. I definitely thought he he wouldn't be doing that anymore. And he, at the end, he's still he's polling at one percent. So uh, let's, let's give Connor applause for that. <laughs> Way to go, Connor! He's getting married begrudgingly, apparently. So a literal escort. Damn! I was trying to give her a little more credit than that, but like she's literally an escort. Like they met online <laughs> he was trying to pimp her out for votes at the fucking <laughs> nominee to the to the other dude he's like he was like oh i'm just showing some legs she's like yeah it's my leg though like <laughs> like the collective if you think about it since since the siblings left connor out of that the last minute um you know team up to try to take over the company since it was just those three and those three guys are out Connor essentially could play a, a role of, I don't know, just having more responsibility. Someone massive thinking, hmm, I can keep him around because I know he don't give a fuck. But like, I'm definitely not keeping any of the other siblings around. I mean, it's but potential not that a part of the holding even company, then, like right now, and mm-hmm. what? Connor's not a part of the holding company. Holding Connor, company yeah, is he's, just he's not part kid. of the holding company. That's only Caroline's kids. Like, I mean, I guess you could keep Connor around as like a figurehead. And like, just because I don't, I think he has the Roy name. Like, so yeah, he's, he's Connor he Roy. He's Connor Roy. Right. he's Connor Roy. So like, you could keep him around as a figurehead, but and like, technically, but no since since the other siblings burned their bridge, and if Logan can't have another kid, Connor would be the next heir to to inherit whatever Logan gives away. Is that not is that not a fact, or is that? Am I am I just stating facts or that opinion? Marshall will get all that shit for Connor gets over. <laughs> like, like, yeah, I doubt that. Man, nah, I believe that shit. I was like, the way Marshall been scheming and shit. I was like, Marsha getting a big chunk of that shit oh, before well, Connor. Connor, we, we gonna have to see. We gonna have to see. But he's in a better position than the other sibling right now. Hey man, I mean, like I said, I think I think maybe there's a potential because like a like we just bought out Waystar Royco. We want to keep a Roy. Like Connor could potentially slide into like a figurehead position and just be propped up, but he wouldn't be doing like anything of substance. And I think that's like maybe the play that Lucas Matson would be okay with is like, hey, you're just here because of your name. Like you're you're not here to do anything else. Whereas the other kids probably wouldn't be receptive to that. But like Connor would probably be the most pliable to that kind of position. I don't think any other siblings would be offered that. Yeah, they wouldn't be offered that. I don't think so. Because because you that can't was trust essentially what he was going to do to Roman money. anyway. Yeah, I mean that was what I he was going to do Roman anyway. But. Yeah. So let's talk about our favorite guy, uh, Mister Two Bitches, bro. Uh, <laughs> Mister Two Bitches, man. Yes, Greg, sir. Bro. So there's a, a long season for Greg, man. Greg was on Team Kendall, switched to Team Logan. Greg went from, you know, corny tall dude with no bitches to two bitches. Two you know? bitches. <laughs> you know, how do we feel about how Greg started? And then he ends up, you know, making a deal with with the devil, says who needs a soul, and now has made a play to solidify his position you know, regardless of you and cutting him out of the inheritance. How do you feel about the way Greg ended the season? My nigga Greg went from a lackey, basically, to the bottom of the top. To the bottom of the top, to having 20 lackeys, Come on, man. He said, you get 20 Gregs, right? Stop playing with executive Greg, man. Exactly. I think here, Greg, Greg, 26. 
two bitches finna be the king of Luxembourg, maybe. Facts, facts. Eighth in line or some shit. Come on, man. Smoke removed. Stop playing with him. I know Mike's sick to his stomach because Greg <laughs> ended a lot better than Connor did. <laughs> this nigga oh, Connor out there in figurehead. Let me go before Mike. I mean, Connor really just skated by, I mean, or Greg really just skated by again for another season. So. Oh, God. <laughs> this nigga's such a hater, bro. You guys Tom, are a hater. Tom, go ahead. Tom, go ahead. <laughs> talk about. We'll let the hater talk at the end. So I think for as much. Um, like luxury as we see on this show, we haven't seen like a, a millionaire playboy kind of event. Kendall's birthday, I guess like you kind of could say, like, I, I, I get it. Uh, the bachelor party for Tom, another one where it was kind of like, okay, cool. Like this is all right. I want to see Greg go so dumb next year. <laughs> I'm talking like I want to see Greg at pool parties. I want to see some some. I want to see Zendaya in some cameos. Oh, I want to see to in the entourage. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, this is about to say. I want to see him go full. Uh, what's bro's name from entourage? We want Hugh Hef. We want Hugh Hef. Greg. We want Ari. Greg. We want. <laughs> this is not. This doesn't secession him. I want to see Greg. I mean, we can still like you. Can, we can fluff like. Add some more so, but like if we're gonna fluff up Greg's story with Comfrey, like they did this year and stuff like that, like no, boss Greg up, give him a nice penthouse in the city, give him a, a nice pool, a couple pool party episodes. You know what I'm saying? I want to see Greg fully engulfed in this in this life now. Now that we're already, you know what I'm saying? Now that we they brought us here, he's at the bottom of the top. Yeah, I want to see Greg spending some money. Yeah, I don't want to see him begging for rollies no more. Bro. <laughs> you know, I don't want to see him begging for rollies. <laughs> like, Please, I want... sir, can you buy this rollie for me? <laughs> yes, like, oh, this is a get. Oh, well, I can't get it fixed. It doesn't know how to work. Like, no, nah, I, <laughs> I need Greg out here in the designer suits. I need Greg out here, like, put, Facts. you know, doing. I need Greg in, in a bore on the floor game, and Greg is the boy, you know? <laughs> Greg the one boring on the floor. Boring on the floor, man. Like, Greg, I think I think Greg is set up for a lot of success. You know, he had to eat some shit, but ultimately he came out on top. Thanks to the Christmas tree. Thanks to the Christmas tree, and that's who we going to end it with. I think the the winner of this season, in my opinion, I don't know if you felt you fellas had a, a, another thing, but thanks to to the Christmas tree, that nigga thought, you know, we'll just hang whatever crime on you, and then that nigga oh. turned out to be Santa Claus, you know? That nigga, <laughs> that, nigga, that nigga was handing out gifts, bro, to Greg. He gifted them with 20 other Gregs. He's handing out gifts to Logan over oh. here to save his company. His, his children are scheming on him, you know. Tom had one hell of a run this season. Nigga was, nigga was out here training on prison food, bro. We was talking about, <laughs> does that nigga need a personal trainer? Like, and, and, yeah, and now that nigga is about to be, you know, an and executive, I would assume, at, you know, the Gojo uh, Waystar. All right, let me, let me, let me ask. All right, so when do, when do we think... I mean, there's there's a lot of potential breaking points oh, for Tom over this boy. season. So, <laughs> so when do we think he was officially like, all right, fuck this shit? <laughs> I mean, episode two. two? Nah, what happened I think, to two? Yeah. I think when he when whenever Tom called um, Shiv, I think might have been episode one or two when the kids it was episode were two when, together. When uh, and they Greg like, called, called him and told him that Shiv was with the uh, Kendall. Mm. Yeah, that's, that's when I think the crash one. I think like that was like the final crack, and then after that, it was just like, you think a that was the shot. final one? Nah, I'm gonna go. That nigga did not realize it until she gave him the meanest, said dirty talk of life. She's like, "You were ju- you were just a small man. You're just yeah. with me, you know." And and let I think he was already. I think he was already gonna flip before that. He might have had like a foot out the door, but that's I think, yeah, I think he had a foot out the door, but that is the shit that is like literally castrated him. Like that kind of shit was like, wow, this, this woman literally doesn't give a fuck about (laughs) Not a single, like not a single, not half of one. Like she, she literally can, will treat me any kind of way forever and just expect me to kiss her ass. And I would. 
<laughs> and he's like, and geez, this nigga flag on the plane. It's <laughs> a disturbed Negro. <laughs> but this necessary uh, horniness. Yeah, for real. Uh, but like, I think that was when Tom like got the last straw. That was the that was the feather that broke the camel's back. In my opinion, y'all think it came a little earlier. There are reports that Tom been scheming on this since the beginning of the series. I don't know about all that now. Yeah, I don't think it's the I season, definitely but definitely from, the beginning of the season. Yeah. And I agree with you. I think, <clears throat> I guess for me, it, start, it started episode two. I think that's when he was like, I'm going to have to snake shit. That's when he knew he was going to have to. I don't I think he had fully committed to it, just like y'all said, once he was <laughs> asked for like, yo, like, let's get it, let's get it cracking in here. And she said, "You're a weak man, and y'all, I, you, 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 a you bitch, only because I'm you. I was like, "Oh, <laughs> sir, yeah, you gotta, you gotta fight that. I don't condone uh, uh, violence, bro, but you gonna have to, you need to get up and leave." Right. Now. I mean, yeah. There's only so much still fucked that you can say. <laughs> like, like I know that nigga Tom Spotter was like, eh, still fucking no. <laughs> like, like that one It'll was be. like, damn. It's just like you ain't getting me pregnant though, and then it was a wrap. Because I think yeah. uh, with uh, episode, but flashing back to episode two, um, I just think that was a big deal. Like the fact that he would already embrace the fact that he's probably going to jail. Um, after the talk that they had on the, the yacht at the end of, was it at the end of episode 10 on season two, he's already, uh, dealing with it. And then, um, he has to hear from Greg, who's not rocking with him no more at that point that his wife is scheming on the, I guess his family, but it's still the enemy. You know what I'm saying? So. I definitely think at that point, that's when he was like, okay, she might turn on me. I need to have a move. So I think that's when he knew he was going to do something. Um, so maybe the turning that point. Phone call, that phone call in the bathroom, right? That's the one you're talking about? When he yeah. was like, oh, he, Greg had just told him and said, yeah, hey. As soon as Greg told him, I think that Shiv, look in his face. Shiv lied to him. Yeah, Shiv yeah. lied to him. So, so maybe the turning point was when Tom found out he wasn't going to jail because he's like, okay, maybe I got some maneuverability here if I'm not going to fucking prison. Yeah, he's like, I'm not about to be, you know, bent over in the showers. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, I'm just saying. I, hey, you ain't going to that kind of prison. You know, <laughs> hey, all, all prisons that kind of <laughs> prison. Ain't That's what I'm saying. <laughs> ain't no bitches in there. <laughs> there ain't no bitches in there, niggas. They gonna make some. <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna create some bitches. Oh god. Wow. <laughs> I can't believe you, you you're on your record of saying that. Crazy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm just saying. saying. That's that that if one plus I'm one saying. equals two, I'm just saying hey. horny nigga plus horny nigga. <laughs> That's it. All it takes is some time, man. Just water and time. That's it. Yeah, man. And no sunlight. <laughs> Y'all talking about? Hey, y'all ain't you ain't y'all ain't going on no on no jail visits as kids. This nigga gave me as hell. Yeah, all right, man. So as great. we wrap up this season, as we wrap up, you know how all these characters started and started and ended it. We'll go back. To, we'll circle back to KP's question on where do you think this season ranks in you know the previous seasons if you're ranking succession you know is it three two one one two three two one three where where are we thinking how do we rank you know the succession seasons i'm gonna go three one two wow i think this was the best season because i just think this had two all the nuance came to fruition this season it literally everything and i don't think you could write a better season of television than what we just saw. I genuinely believe that. Um, season one kind of set the tone. Um, season two, still an incredible season. This is no knock on season two at all. I just feel like you can't have two without one. And if I think three is the best, then three, one, two. Really that simple. And I, and I, and I second that, Tom. I agree. Because it's like season one, we've got them setting the stage. It's like I think each season spotlighted a different a different um sibling and i think one was the kendall season two was the shiv season and three 
you know, we saw Roman at his highest for, for a lot of this season. So I think three really spotlighted the, you know, kind of the potential and, you know, coming to fruition of Roman. And so I think I would agree that three, two or three, one, two, and, and kind of in terms of, of all the things that were going on. That's interesting. All right. So season one of succession was great. I mean, incredible television. Then season two came out, and I was like, okay, this is one of the five best seasons of television I've ever seen in my life. Wow. So, you saw this. I'm going to go 2 3 1. 2 3 1. Okay. 2 is fucking. It's fucking crazy, man. We got Boar on the floor. We got Turnhaven. We got the yacht at the end. I mean, like... That last, episode, that last episode is literally probably the best television I've ever seen. We got our justies, man. Like, so many great Dude, I moments. Still, I too. still can't believe Tom ain't take that threesome, man. Man. And <laughs> <laughs> I'm still, I'm still, I was just sitting at the screen like, hmm. Uh, we got L to the OG. <laughs> we got L to the OG in season two, man. Like, where's. Nah, like, that was cringe. That was the bro, worst moment in season L2 two. I, had, I hated that bro, shit. I was like, he was, he was talking this shit. Oh, like, that man. shit was, I was like, ugh. Bro, two season two can't be the worst season, bro. Like worst, it just can't. it's not the worst. It's just my least favorite. <laughs> yeah, I was like, yeah, there well said, Tom. Well said. Like I said, I just listed two moments Dang. that just made me mad about that season. <laughs> <laughs> like that's crazy. All right, so yeah, it was I got... pussy repellent. Come on, pussy repellent all season. You're a rich white man. You literally winning. You're a rich white man, and your wife just said, "I want an open relationship," and you fucked no one. The, um, <laughs> the hearings, the Supreme Court hearings, man. I, I get great. it. Great. I, I just told you what I thought about the, the season finale. I love two. Yeah, you're right, I love you're right, two. Right. Yeah, but, I'm just but one, you don't get two without one. So like, I have to. I have to have one ahead if if I'm being realistic about it. Yeah, I mean, Kendall. I mean, Kendall, I mean one, you got one out there with with Kendall, with Kendall fucking trying to get in the the annual shareholders meeting. He's man, he maneuvered Running Stewie the into the he maneuvered Stewie into the fucking company to save their asses, and then gets fucked. He literally navigates the shit with Lawrence to get in. Lauren gets aboard sheep and also loses. I was like, damn, nigga, you got you got two new niggas on the board and still took a L. Season one set the stage, but I feel like season two came in and just like turned that bitch up. I watched and three the crack was even more lit. I mean, yeah, Kendall killed mad. somebody at the end. Yes, like we had shivs in the <laughs> yeah, shivs in them wedding. Like we, we got introduced to the mom. Like there was a lot of shit that happened. You know what the I had a, difference a between one towards and Nate, two so is? Season one also. You know what the real difference between one and two is? Shiv is hotter than two. Shiv is hotter That is your difference. We got we got the legendary Shiv Shiv walk. I would die on this hill. I was back on season one when I was first watching the show. I think one of the first people I told was uh, KP. I was like, yo, this show's pretty good. We'll watch the show. And I was like, yo, she was kind of straight. And he was like, ah, I don't know. I don't get it. I don't get it. And as soon as season two came out, we both knew. As soon as we saw her in that first pantsuit, that's when I was yeah. like, we were like, I get it. That's it. She <laughs> yeah, won. that's it. Because I'm hey, season man. one, season two, episode one was the one where she was, uh, where Logan offered her the job for the first time. She walked in with the turtleneck and the pantsuit. I was like, okay, yeah, I'm in. Hey, niggas ain't see the shit vision until like the end of season one in the wedding dress. And that shit was hey, man, round, round of applause for Sarah Snook. Round of applause. Uh, <laughs> uh, baby, make that out of the club. She's Australian. That's right, a good queen. But yeah, so three, two, one. No, two, three, one. That's you go mine. two, three, one. Okay, and we go three, and we go three, one, two. Yeah, Mike, I agree. With you three, agree one, on two. that? Damn. No, yeah, I agree with three, one, two. Yeah. I mean that's that's interesting. Hey man, we'll see, man. Season four might you know turn all this shit upside down. And again, of course, some of this could be recency bias with season three just ending. Some of the things going like we, we you know three of us have season three ranked ranked very highly, but that's because we put a lot of hours into watching that. So you know all right. of this shit is is subject to change. But 
I think overall, man, great show. You're not going to waste your time by watching Succession. You know, like you said, KP, it's gonna it's gonna run run up them uh them digits at the Emmys, man. And we look forward to to at least a season four because I know they've already announced that a season four will be happening. Yes, sir, man. Best show on TV, man. If you haven't tapped in yet, why are you listening to this? But <laughs> tap in for show. For show. And coming up down the pipeline, we got some Marvel stuff coming. We're going to see, we're going to debate, you know, which of these new IP franchises is going to be the next Game of Thrones. We got a lot of cool stuff. We got a lot of cool stuff coming. So stay motherfucking tuned. All right. But until then, it's KP. D-Wild. Mikey Dimes. Tom, a.k.a. Scotty Tourer. Appreciate you coming with us on this journey. Namaste. <laughs> Namaste. <laughs> <laughs>